the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv riffing, callers and sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest. These are the funniest people I know. Hello, world, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast and radio show. We are coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. It's Oscar week, folks. I hear you whispering over there. I'm in the studio today with a very talented group of comedians here in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm also watching DJ struggle with his headphones. Sorry, my wires are everywhere around my headphones. I'm afraid he's going to choke himself with that headphone wire. Uh, Please wash me. You know we're not insured. (laughs) Jane, we're going to need a pair of hedge trimmers to cut DJ out. Well, it's nice uh, nice to be back with you guys. So who's in the studio with us today? I'm Alexandria, and I have the hiccups. Oh, my goodness. That'll be exciting. <laughs> I'm George, and I've never been to Antarctica. Ooh, that's exciting. Oh, hey, I'm TJ, and I like to thank the Academy. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> my name's Will, and uh, I just recently upgraded my bathrobe. Oh, yes. I'm so proud of that bathroom. I love that. It was on my it was my New Year's resolution, one of them. That was from last year. From last year. <laughs> I, yeah, and I finally did it. And I'm really, you know, it took me all year, but I finally got there. You know, like, I couldn't throw away the old mm-hmm. one, though. I couldn't do you really... Have, like, do you have a favorite type of bathrobe style, like plush or... Soft, fuzzy, micro fleece. Mm-hmm. Stolen from a hotel. Ooh, I like memory foam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Memory foam yeah. bathrobe. So nice. Have you ever had one? That's called a mattress. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't had one of those, but I would really love one of your lists. Normally, we ask TJ to make a list ahead of time, but uh, we've decided to try something a little different. Hey, TJ, we want you to make a top five list for us right now off the cuff. And what we'd like is the top five best pickup lines that have worked for you. Oh, yeah, of course. My top five pickup lines? I can already think of, like, so many... Hey, what are you drinking? It looks good. That's terrible. <laughs> we were about to find out why TJ single. All right, number two. Hey, cool shoes. <laughs> no, right? um, Where would you say that? I don't know. To your Uber driver? Yeah. <laughs> that's the first place you're looking at someone's face. <laughs> that's my next pickup line. Hey, are you here for TJ? For <laughs> <laughs> your Uber pickup? <laughs> that's a literal pickup line. Number yeah. three, that's actually the most decent one. Yeah. All right, number four. Hey, looking? Question mark. <laughs> that's probably the most effective. Yeah. All right, number five. What's the fifth pickup line on your list? Hey, you look great. My name's TJ. Want to go on a date? Has that ever worked for you? No. <laughs> TJ, you just announce yourself and everyone like, hey. Oh, hey. Hey, everybody. I thought you just say, good morning, my name's TJ. Do you know where my keys are? <laughs> yeah, that's definitely the first line that I say. Mm-hmm. What was your name again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, have you seen my socks? <laughs> Can't find them. I it's my favorite. We're just coming off of a pretty cool weekend. Alexandria, what did you get up to this weekend? Man, hanging with the family. I have all the family. It's too much sometimes. Sometimes you just need yourself. I'll be a lone wolf because of all the noise. I love people. But then sometimes, like, I grew up as an only child. And at first it was like, oh, this is so lonely as a kid. I want more people. And then I became an adult 
where you're always around people because mm. you know you have to work and things like that. So you mm. don't have choices of when you get to separate mm-hmm. yourself. And then when I'm around my family, love them to death. But I'm like, man, you people get on my <laughs> nerves. Get the hell up out of here. But I love them to death now. I, I actually have a really good time with my family. We like cut up and joke on each other. Yeah, I, uh, I guess I can say this on the radio, but often with my job, I have to meet groups of clients that I don't know, mm-hmm. and we will go to lunch together. It's usually at a nice restaurant, right? But I've decided per job that I do, <laughs> I'm only going to do one awkward client lunch because the second time they invite me out, I've already used up all my small talk. Right? <laughs> stories. Yes. Oh, no, lots of paperwork to do, but you guys have fun now. Right? I was just thinking that because the job I have now is a lot more that, like, having to make small talk with people. And a couple of the schools that we've been to have the same leaders and stuff. And like you said, by the time we get to the second or third school, I run into the same person. I'm like, so, um, the sun's up. (laughs) Once again, round we go. Right. (laughs) How about you, Colaris? You're actually getting worse at that. Oh, man. I had an interesting weekend. I threw a baby shower this weekend. Uh-huh. You, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So With your baby? Uh, no, not for my baby. Um, I didn't give a baby a shower. <laughs> George is pregnant. Yeah. Aww. That would explain, yeah. But I explain a lot. The mood swings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's such a jerk to everybody else. I was going to say the glow. Oh. Oh, You're yeah. all liars. <laughs> a while back, I was hanging out with some female friends of mine. They had all gone to a baby shower, and they were complaining about how much they hated it. And they're like, they're boring, and they really suck, and the gifts. And so I'm just kind of tired of hearing the complaints. And I was like, I bet I could throw a better baby shower than any you guys have ever gone to. That's a little misogynistic. Mm. Yeah, I definitely phrased it more of a I can throw a better party than any girl ever did kind of thing. So, yeah, I kind of threw it like boys can do a better baby shower. Mm. But then I threw it with a female. (laughs) Okay, okay. But it was. It was better than any baby shower you could go to. One thing is it was a nacho party. So there was nachos and a taco bar and like margaritas. That sucked for mom, but everybody else enjoyed it. And there was no gift time. Mm. So when people show up, they just show up and they handed mom and dad the gift mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they would open it right then and there. Okay. And they'd be like, uh-huh. oh, uh, pajamas. And then they would put it on a gift table and we put a post-it on it. Like, These are from Alexandria. And then people could see it. And then I made them because they have things to do and she's pregnant. Ad lib thank you notes. Ooh. So I have here. So I thought I would show you guys how good my Ad lib thank you note is. Yes. And we so, get to play with one? Yeah, yeah. We so we'll play yes. with one. So, okay. so um, um, I need an expression of gratitude. Oh. Gracias. Um, Gracias. Okay. Yes. Uh, TJ, a a human's name. Um, God. uh, How did this stump you? (laughs) 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 Um, Carol. That's good. Uh, Will, an adjective. Forlorn. (laughs) What? Um, TJ, a girl's name. Oh, Carol. <laughs> yes. Final uh, answer. Alexandra, a human of motion, verb. Love. TJ, activity. Carol is not caroling. <laughs> caroling. Um, uh, yes. Caroling. A uh, human of motion, noun. Anger. Carol. Okay. On the front, it has a little stork, and it says, gracias. 
And then inside it says, Dear Carol, thank you for the forlorn giraffe PJs and rattle, which is what I gave. We're sure our baby Carol will love it. We will think of you every time we are caroling with anger, Penny. I love a baby named Carol. <laughs> There's no baby ever named Carol. You become Carol when you're four days. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so. This what reminds me, I was working on a commercial this weekend, and... The, the, yeah, look at me. I've made a commercial. <laughs> I'm well. <laughs> the setting was meant to be an old folks' home, mm-hmm. so we had the most famous elderly actors in Atlanta. Betty White? And one of them, her name is Dorothy Miller, oh. is 93, and we moved the entire shoot to be able to work with this woman, right? That's awesome. Mm. I love her. So she pulls up. She's a pistol. And as she's getting out of the car, I said, oh, welcome, ma'am. Can I help you get to set? And she said, you can hold this. And she threw her purse at my chest. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah, that makes sense. And so we're walking in and we're chatting. The reason I thought of this is because Carol was the other old lady oh. that was Dorothy's co-star. Okay. Well, we get them in and Dorothy says, it's cold in here. Bring me a blanket, right? Mm-hmm. And so we get her a blanket and she sits down and Carol says, hello there. I've broken my foot. What's wrong with you? And Dorothy says, I'm on oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> Good old Dorothy. Can we hang out with Dorothy and Carol? Mm-hmm. I, I, love delightful. I would Me love too. to. Atlanta Models and Talent is their agent. I would love to use them in something. Carol was on Broadway in the original cast of Hello Dolly. Oh, oh my yes. Not Carol Channing. Oh. <laughs> Different Darn. Carol. Uh, but anyways, it was kind of a cool. So that's what I did uh, this weekend. Well, huh. look at you, Mr. Fancy. Exactly. I get around. So, uh... TJ, I understand we're going to visit the writer's graveyard with you today. Yes. This was, upon request, the first sketch I've ever written in my life. Oh, my God. I either say, let's have fun or apologize. (laughs) Here we go. Let's do it. All right. An instructor enters... what's the title, TJ? Oh, yes. The title is Adulting 101 by TJ Jackson. Interior Community College Classroom Night. An instructor enters stage right through classroom door and closing it address a mix <laughs> Read what's on the page no matter what. A mix of people ranging in ages, sitting and <laughs> casting, building the set. Hello class, welcome to Adulting 101. Teaching real life adults applicable life skills that you were never learned in school or were just too high to pay attention. Let's begin the first day with going around the room and introducing ourselves. Say your name, what you hope to learn, and an interesting fact. Let's start with you. The instructor points to a middle-aged man. Steve, that's me. Hello, my name is Steve. Hello, Steve. Class, you don't have to say hello back. This isn't AA. That's two doors down. A couple of people exit stage left. (laughs) (laughs) Exit stage left, even. That's funny. Okay, I guess I would like to learn how to budget my finances. An interesting fact would be that I'm a proud stepdad of two very angry teenagers. Okay, let's give some more interesting facts about ourselves. I just left my seminar at the Senior Living Center teaching Instagram food photography to old people with flip phones. So let's keep her alive. (laughs) I think Ashley wrote that sketch. Tell us something that we wouldn't know from just looking at you. Let's go clockwise around the room. Hello, my name is Jan. Dang it, I said clockwise, not counterclockwise. <laughs> Hello, my name is Carol. Hello, Carol. Uh, yeah, okay, never mind. 
I'd like to learn how to say no to telemarketers. An interesting fact would be I'm also a proud step-parent to five angry cats. All right, class. Again, remember to keep your facts interesting. I can already tell Carol owns cats from the scratches on her face and the heavy scent of kitty litter coming from her sweater. They torment me endlessly. Okay, how about you? The instructor points to a man sitting beside Carol while picking up a mug to take a drink. Hello, my name is Egan. <laughs> it's like Keegan, but without the K. <laughs> I'd like to learn how to plan a trip cross-country. And an interesting fact would be I once killed a guy. <laughs> the instructor spits out water. What? My name is Egan. <laughs> No, after that. I'd like to travel cross-country. After that? Oh, I once killed a guy. You said the state an interesting fact. I was going to say I'm a coffee addict, but you could probably already tell from the coffee stain on my shirt. The instructor starts to panic while everyone else is calm. Yeah, yeah, yes, that, that's, that's very interesting, but you just confessed to murder. Yeah. Take that, stepdad Steve. How's that for being memorable? The instructor starts looking for a phone. Oh, you're going to be memorable, all right. I'm calling 911. Steve and Carol look intrigued by Ethan. Hey, how did you do it? Yes, was it quick, like a gunshot to the head? Or did you slowly poison him over time? Oh, God, where's my phone? Somebody call the police! I sawed off one limb at a time, like a finger here and there, and worked my way up to arms, legs, etc. So it was a little slow. Oh, it sounds like a lot of work. Probably took an hour or two. <laughs> but music makes the time go by faster. Uh, was he passed out or fully conscious? What the heck? Call the cops! <laughs> Steve looks at his phone. I don't have a signal, sorry. Yeah, same here. Did it take long to clean up? It must have been messy. It's honestly 80% planning, so if you prepare ahead, the less hassle. It's also good to clean as you go, you know? The instructor runs to the door, stage right, but find it locked. Dang it, why is the door locked? Steve has a notepad and is writing things down. <laughs> what is your advice on body disposal? It seems like the killer gets it wrong. Yes, that's a common amateur mistake. <laughs> it's all about location, location, location. <laughs> if you're a beginner, it's best to do it at the disposal site, so there's no hassle with transporting dead weight. Preferably far from civilization, not frequently visited by the public. <laughs> oh, guys, I don't feel so great. I think something was in my drink. Would it be possible to see a demonstration? I feel like I'm more of a visual learner. I think I can be arranged. Blackout. Oh, sheesh. <laughs> <laughs> there were curse words, if you didn't notice, whenever what? Will inserted a... Yeah, Will's like in the good place. He cannot yeah, say exactly. Fork. <laughs> Fork. Fork. <laughs> Honestly, for a first sketch, there yeah. was actually a couple of good jokes in there. Yeah. Thank you. I enjoyed it. I like the Thank you. Yes. Well, I, yeah. I forgot Big, about it. Long monologues and blocks. <laughs> yes. And, and yes. a slew of questions. A lot of questions. Mm -hmm. A lot of mostly questions. Yes. Trying to explain why they're still there. Yes. But I like your premise of giving an interesting fact. Why is the door locked in my own classroom? <laughs> Do I uh, not have a key? And Egan locked it. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's interesting because Egan's Poison. fact is more interesting than any fact you've ever given on yeah. the show. <laughs> Maybe you should kill some people. Uh, yeah. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. I've admitted to a crime on the show. Maybe you should. <laughs> Do you think Egan was planning all this from the beginning of the sketch? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's like an in-night <gasps> Shyamalan. Is meditator? Mm -hmm. I was getting Dexter vibes. Yeah. But I hadn't seen Dexter I mean, at that time. So I you wouldn't have happened. gotten premeditated from the writing. Right. 
I'm yeah. just no, I never get that from teachers. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely in the car on the way over. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had some good jokes. Now. I would read that if it were a first sketch day one and go, "This writer has potential." Oh, I yeah. Really yeah. Well, you were there, so maybe you did. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I must have because I, I ended up uh, working with you. Yay! In, in many other ways. Oh. <laughs> Now, we're going to try something brand new here on the Funniest People I Know podcast. This is an homage to another show I love called The Great Debates. We're going to debate a hot topic, and we're going to pit Alexandria against TJ. Somebody will take the pro, somebody will take the con. Okay. And the point here is you want to debate this at the top of your intelligence, regardless mm-hmm. of what you actually believe. Okay. Try your best to give each other some time. Allow one to make the argument before you jump in. Of course, you can counter. And then George will pick a winner. I also reserve the right to jump in if I feel like somebody's being slaughtered or a point's not brought up. I, oh. might, uh, I might jump in on one. Okay. Uh, so okay. Like oh. Don Lemon. Yeah. TJ is going to take the pro and the statement is the hot dog is the best sandwich oh not a sandwich it is a sandwich and the best sandwich oh okay we're going to time this so we're going to put three minutes on the clock TJ taking the pro. Okay. Alexandria has the... The con. Oh, okay. Hot dog is not the best thing. That's what con means. (laughs) Oh, Oh, and and, you know, just like they do on The Great Debate, you'll say, my name is TJ, I'm taking the pro. Of course the hot dog is the best. That's sort of good. All right, here we go. Ready? Go. Hey, my name is TJ, and I'm taking the pro. The hot dog is the best sandwich and a sandwich. Point. A hot dog is between a slice of, wait, a wiener's, uh, between <laughs> a bun, mm. which is called a bun, mm-hmm. and is advertised as the best sandwich ever. The and what do I say afterward? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say best? I said, I said best, right? Okay. And that's your defense. That's your yes. defense. Yes. <laughs> okay. Those are, yeah. those are statements. I feel like we should start low with the points. I don't know. Then build our way up, maybe. Okay. I don't know. All right, Alexandria. I am Alexandria, and I am here with the con response. And the hot dog is not the best sandwich, in oh. fact. One, because it's not even a sandwich. That's where we start out. The thing that makes a sandwich is being in between bread, yeah. two pieces of bread. Which a hot dog is. I'm just going to cut in real quick because the okay. debate oh. is about whether or not it's the best. So let's say for the sake of this argument that right. it is a sandwich okay. and it's the best sandwich, huh, not the best sandwich. Yes. Okay. Well, that's not the... You can't I just won. declare I yourself won. a winner. Well, he just said so. He said the hot dog is a sandwich, so but it's, thank but you. But that's not what Don you're arguing. Lennon? You're uh-huh. arguing that it's the best. Oh, yeah, and that is a sandwich. But, you if, it's, but if it's not a sandwich, then it cannot be the best sandwich. So mm. if, you, if he can pull... If she can pull the rug out from under it even being a sandwich... Wow. Then... Oh. No, there's a side debate. It's, it's a different, it's a different debate. It. Yeah, it's a exactly. different debate. Sorry, go ahead. I feel like we're doing both, right? Okay. Anyways, yes. It, I know, it, you're it, failing it regardless. Is, it is a sandwich and the best sandwich. <laughs> well, I stand against that oh. because even if with a hot dog being a sandwich, mm-hmm. it's just not the best sandwich. You have ham sandwiches. Okay, wow. You have the club sandwich. You're you don't so- tell me <laughs> a hot dog mm-hmm. is yes. A hot dog between a bun is better than a club sandwich Uh with its tomatoey goodness, the lettuce. Mm -hmm. You have two meats. Don't name all the ingredients. You have condiments. Uh 
Yes, I will, because you can put a lot of condiments on a hot dog, like chili, mustard, ketchup, <laughs> relish, onions, cheese. relish, cheese, thank you, audience, cheddar. I'm just trying to help him out. <laughs> He's so bad. Is that just evil glare? She's like, evil Do not tell him about the cheese. <laughs> You're helping him. Ba- yeah. Barbecue. Have you tried it? It does, and it can. And a hot dog is an empty canvas. You can do whatever you want and be as creative as you can get. Closing statements? Yeah. I say no to all of that because as a sandwich lover, you will never disgrace the honor of the sandwich for which Dagwood of the comic strips made a thing. Uh-huh. Hot dogs have not held their own. They, it, no. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of the debate. So, Wait, do uh, I get closing statement? I'm gonna. Well, yeah. I, I, I guess you're. We give say me, good day. I okay. feel like you kind of had yours. It's like Oprah Winfrey said, "Give me a hot dog or give me death." Great. Thank Carbs. you. I'm gonna defer to George, who will call the moderator. George, who do you think won that debate? I think Alexandria won that debate. What? How? Well, she what? debated, and you just I... reiterated the same point over and again, and then listed things you put on hot dogs. She listed turkey club ingredients. She said it with such conviction. It made uh, me want a turkey club, and I don't see? even like that sandwich. I'd prefer she... a hot dog to a turkey club, and it made me want it. She won for me, too, because of the argument with the other sandwiches, and club sandwich for a hot dog. Mm-hmm. You know, hot dog. I'm wow. sorry, TJ. You it's tried. All it's all good. And, and also, it's rigged against you. Uh, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. I want to debate with you. Do you guys have anything that might be fun for us to debate? Mayonnaise is the worst condiment of them all. I will take the con. My name is Will. I'm taking the pro. Mayonnaise is definitely the worst condiment. First of all, when you leave it in the sun, it grows hair. It's gross. Nobody ever says, "Mm, this is a delicious sandwich. Why don't I go ahead and add mayo to it, and that will make it better. What would you rather have if you had all the condiments line up? Sriracha mustard. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Things. Ketchup. Ketchup goes on everything. Mayonnaise is at the very bottom of the list of condiments. What's the thing in your fridge that expires more often than not? What do you throw away more of per mm-hmm. volume than anything else? That old <laughs> jar of McCormick's mayo, oh, yeah, mayo from six years ago in the bottom. Also, I'm going to call mayonnaise a category in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Miracle Whip? Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that on a sandwich. Yeah. right? What, what's the stuff where they put relish in mayo? Just sandwich spread, like when you go camping with bologna. Again, low grade. I'd rather have mustard. I'd rather have ketchup, relish, Mm. anything else besides mayo. Oh, wow. George, counterpoint? I see you wrote some things down. First of all, <laughs> don't be leaving your condiments in the sun. That's not good for mustard. That's not good for sriracha. It's not like yeah. ketchup is delicious when it's been out all day. Yeah. Mayo does go on far more things. It's far more versatile than any of those other condiments. You can't just put sriracha on every sandwich. A ham sandwich with sriracha does not make any sense, right? A ham and cheese sandwich has mayo. You can then use mayo to make other things like dips and salads and sauces. You use mayo to make ranch dressing and spinach dip. And then McCormick's, I've never even heard of that brand. That's not a mayonnaise. That's a seasoning or something. I have some in my fridge right now. Maybe maybe so maybe go buy some Hellman's or mm-hmm. something nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
First of all, mayo is the only condiment that looks like somebody popped a zit and put it into a jar. Mm. I give you mustard, sir. <laughs> <laughs> what a mustard is a beautiful golden yellow color. Mustard is a plant, mm. right? It's seeds. It's ground up. We add mm. a little vinegar. It's mm-hmm. delicious. Mayonnaise, mayonnaise is a plant too. I love the mayonnaise plant. Mm. They um, blossom in the spring, um, and it smells like sandwiches. No, <laughs> mayonnaise is an emulsion of solidified fat and egg yolk. That sounds. George, aren't you a vegan? (gasps) Yes. And as a vegan, I can tell you that mayonnaise is better than veganaise. Also, ranch dressing is made with cream. There's no mayo in ranch dressing. Oh, no, no, I don't Which, by the way, ranch is a far superior condiment Mm -hmm. than mayo, if you ask me. You know what I'll put on that ham sandwich? I'll do ham, cheese, and a little bit of chipotle ranch. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Also, mayo is the most unhealthy condiment. The first thing you're going to do when you go to the doctor say, I've got to lose weight, they're going to say, well, you know what? Get rid of the mayo, Will. Stick That's to oh my. very true. But <laughs> it is the best condiment because oh. it's the most unhealthy. I think that that may have been yeah. the debate. I don't yeah. know. Any closing? I rest my case. I'm always right. Oh, man. <laughs> well, well. Moderators, what do you think? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. after listening to that, you both presented very right. good points. Mm-hmm. George, your conviction, just <laughs> the passion, yes. Yes. unmatched. Mm-hmm. Will with the facts, just yeah. out the gate, bam, 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 bam. Mm-hmm. When he hit home with the health mm-hmm. and how mayonnaise affects your health. I didn't know yeah. hair grow mayonnaise, too, when you let them in the sun. Mm-hmm. You can then use to make into a nice toupee. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to have to go with Will as the winner. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess that's also because why you don't eat butter and sour cream or anything that's unhealthy, right? Mm. I was, Ice cream. He's still defending. <laughs> he's still defending. That's I certainly right. didn't lose a debate. The mayonnaise <laughs> industry is doing quite well. I feel like, George, you just tried to call me out like, so you're not eating these other unhealthy things? That was a lot of fun, George. Thank you. You're formidable. I also enjoyed your debate very much about hot dogs. We've been watching these Razzie movies, and I was tasked with watching a movie called Winchester, starring Helen Mirren. It's uh, weird that Helen Mirren movie's on that list. Exactly. I know. You know, she's, she's like not somebody you would expect to see on the list, but I gotta tell you, she belongs there. Oh, no. <laughs> she's the queen. Winchester is based on a true story. Okay. Okay. Keep that in mind. All right. Lady Winchester, played by Helen Mirren, is the heir to the Winchester Repeating and Arms Company. So the Winchester Rifles. Oh. And she was a real person whose husband died, and he left her with 51% of the company. In order to throw Mrs. Winchester out of the company, the other shareholders send in a psychiatrist to do an evaluation to see if they can deem her unfit to hold on to her 51%. Mm -hmm. Enter Dr. Price, a whoring ghost doctor. Sounds like TJ's type. Yep. In the beginning of the movie, we see Dr. Price with not one, not two, but three hookers. Oh. He's also hitting the opium dropper. Sure. <laughs> that comes from a little That's bottle labeled poison. And I had to look up what it is. It had a funny It was name. labeled poison? It, it, in the, yeah, it did. It said poison. That's good movie making. <laughs> right. I love it. Skull across points. I'm familiar. So he has to go to the house, and she's invited him to stay to kind of prove that she's not crazy and that she gets to keep the fortune. The house itself looks like the Grand Floridian in Disney's Magic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> There's kind of white walls with this roof, and it's this never-ending house. 
she continuously building. So the entire movie, every time we see an exterior shot of the house, there's a man doing construction, hammering or sawing. And this apparently, historically, she had men working 24 hours a day. So there is just so much B-roll. It looks like a Home Depot commercial. (laughs) (laughs) I could have cut probably 35 minutes off the movie if I just cut away the man going, and the guy hammering. Lady Winchester feels that she is cursed. Mm. We learn this during the first 45 minutes of the movie when they're still explaining the exposition. She's cursed. Basically, she thinks that all of the demons who have been murdered or killed by a Winchester rifle have unfinished business. Oh. And so she has the men build or reconstruct the rooms that these guys died in that she has when she's all spazzing out and possessed (laughs) and she's in a chair drawing and she draws these plans which they then build then the spirits show up it takes a long time for them to explain I'm telling you we were 47 minutes into the movie and I was like oh right that's kind of what's going on in the house with her is her niece and the niece's son who is this creepy little redhead boy that we call Henry The demon that currently has unfinished business was a confederate in the Civil War, and his two brothers were killed by a Winchester. So he takes a gun, and he goes into the Winchester factory and murders 15 people, right? The little boy? The soldier. Oh, okay. The ghost of this man possesses the little boy. Oh, Oh, no. All that possession looks like is he wears a small burlap sack over his head. (laughs) And they're like... Famous of what possession looks like. Henry, Henry, and he has white contacts. A few things about Helen Mirren in the movie. Lady Winchester has an incredible sense of smell. She doesn't like drinking. She dresses like a nun in all black with a beekeeper veil that's way too big for her. Sounds hot. (laughs) She draws in rooms while possessed. Her husband and child died. There's zombies everywhere. And the front of the house is clearly shot in a studio because we never see the skyline. (laughs) She's doing well. She's doing all right. Here's just a few observations about the movie. The staff pop out of nowhere and act creepy and silent all the time. Winchester sells two things, and this apparently is real. It sold Winchester rifles and roller skates. (laughs) And so there's... Do not play with them together. Several shots of roller skates just kind of falling down the stairs, and she says, well, I didn't like that we only sold rifles, so I thought... Something innocent. She's trying to expand the company. That makes sense. The bells chime at midnight, always. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so many scenes of Dr. Price wandering the house in the dark with no real purpose. The ghosts are weird and nonspecific. The house is a maze. We never know what part of the house we're in. There's so many narrow corridors. It's weird. He also spies on Lady Winchester, who anytime she's writing or doing anything, always keeps the door about four inches open just so he can spy in. Perfect spy. (laughs) Every other door in the house is nailed shut because you're afraid demons will get through, which doesn't make any sense because demons and ghosts can go through walls unless there's 13 nails, apparently. Oh. Specifically 13? Yeah. There's so many long, boring conversations. Everyone has baggage. How did this movie get made? Helen Mirren's bodyguard carries a gun, but ghosts can't be killed by guns. And the whole time he's just ready to fire something. This movie had more cabinet stunts than I've ever seen in my whole life. There's giant gun cabinets that are always just kind of almost about to crush somebody. Oh my God. (laughs) The Winchester house is real. And you can tour it in San Jose, California. She died in 1922. I just want to end with a few quotes from the movie. Grief can be far more crippling than arthritis, Dr. Price. Good job. That was good. That was good. 
They want me to reconstruct the. I can't do this justice. Oh my gosh. They want me to reconstruct the rooms they died in, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that's okay. great. With your assistance, I can help this spirit find peace. Oh, that's good. Do you know who the most terrifying monster is, Doctor? The one you invite <laughs> into your own home. <laughs> you are the only one who can help. You are connected to this house. <gasps> Ooh. This is the very end of the movie. Everything's just blown up. And apparently in real life, there was an earthquake, the big San Francisco earthquake, mm-hmm. that she attributed to a demon. In the movie, the demon's around, and this bullet that is sentimental to the lead, he ends up shooting him, and he dies, whatever. And he says to Mrs. Winchester, you know, in spite of everything, you really do have a lovely home. What are you going to do? Why, rebuild, of course. (gasps) And he says... Of course. <gasps> and then it's over. And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I wish you could have gone and seen at a screening where you could ask the director questions. <laughs> One thing that I thought about, when someone is shot, who is responsible? The manufacturer mm-hmm. of the gun or the shooter? Hmm. Mm. Mm. Because I think this was a $3.5 million lesson to tell us that guns are bad. Yeah. Um, that's the end. I like that Helen Mirren can make a bad movie. It gives me hope, right? Oh, if you can mm-hmm. do terrible things, then we can also make mistakes yeah. and rebuild. Well, Meryl Streep did Into the Woods. That wasn't her fault. Oh, but yeah. Man. The musical itself is good. It's just when these things are translated to film sometimes. Do you think this would have been better as a musical? Mm. No, 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 I don't. <laughs> Not even with, I do. I would have loved a chorus of demons and zombies coming out to like, like a rocket slide. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, I can see it. Or like newsy style, and they're flying in. Those gestures are great for radio. <laughs> yeah, there's everyone, a whole dance number going on in everyone, studio. As you hear it in my voice, my arms are <laughs> in the air. Uh, there's one other funny detail I remembered. Apparently, the real Lady Winchester could only raise her leg a centimeter or two Mm. without it being very painful. So the staircases are all just these very, very gradual little ramps that spin around and round. So it take her, I don't know how long, to get to the top. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, slips and falls. (laughs) Lord, don't let there ever be a spill. (laughs) It was bad. So we're going to vote on the Razzies real quick, and then we'll sign us off. We'll go down here kind of quickly and get your predictions. Razzies are tonight. Let's see how we did. All right. Worst Supporting Actress. Our nominees are Kellyanne Conway, Marcia Gay Harden, Kelly Preston, Jazz Sinclair, and Melania Trump. TJ? Kelly Preston. Terrible. All right. Alexandria? I'm going with Melania. I'm going to go with Kellyanne Conway. Good job. Kelly Preston. Thank you. Worst Supporting Actor is Jamie Foxx, Ludacris. Joel McHale, John C. Riley, and Justice Smith. Oh, TJ. Gosh. John C. Riley. I'm going to say Joel McHale because, ugh. I'm going to say Jamie Foxx because I saw the commercial for Real Over the Hood and that looked terrible. Justice Smith. Worst actress Jennifer Garner, Amber Heard, Melissa McCarthy, Helen Mirren, or Amanda Seyfried? Helen Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> Mo- Melissa McCarthy. Amanda Seyfried. I'm going to go Melissa McCarthy as well. Worst actor, Johnny Depp, Will Ferrell, John Travolta, Donald Trump, or Bruce Willis? It's going to have to be John Travolta, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, I think so. so I want to see that movie now. Where did you watch it? Amazon Prime. It's mm-hmm. free? Mm-hmm. Or did you have to buy free, it? Free, yeah, <gasps> if you have Amazon Prime. Oh, 
Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. I just signed up for a trial. Yeah, I am a Prime go. member. Oh, oh. oh. And then, oh. wow. Look at we'll do down. Worst Picture. Gotti, Happy Time Murders, Holmes and Watson, Robin Hood, or Winchester? Winchester for me. But I think Gotti might take it. Yeah, Gotti, definitely. I gotta watch it. It's so bad. Was it comically bad, like The Room? Kinda, sort of. It's almost there. I love mafia movies. A lot of people called it the worst movie of all time. What are you thinking, Alexandria? I'm gonna go with Gotti. And I'm gonna go with Gotti, too. We'll find out in the next episode how we did. That does it for this episode of The Funniest People I Know. We broadcast on Saturdays on the Georgia Radio Reading Service. The podcast comes out on Sundays everywhere where you get podcasts. Please help us spread the word, rate, review, and subscribe. We're on Twitter and Instagram at Funniest People I Know, or you can email know at gmail.com. Have yourselves a hilarious week. 